Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things pop culture-related, Hollywood, all that jazz. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the season finale of Loki, season one. But before we get in, before we get into today's topics and we're actually actually going to be talking a little bit a little bit about the uh the uh the, my god bleep, 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 wow emmy nominations excuse me we're also going to be touching on that just a smidge and then we'll you know get into the real reason why we're all here but before we begin today's episode you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet and if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show we would love to hear from you guys follow us on instagram and on twitter at Film Optics, that is Optics with an X. So, Devin, my friend, Devin, before we get into the Emmy nominations, how are you? It's it's a glorious day. Is it? Is it? It really is. Hmm. The Loki finale just <sighs> wow, wowed us. To, nice way to wake up in the morning. It really, really did. This one's called For All Time Always. I believe a TVA motto, a TVA motto. There we go. I am like, I'm telling you, dude, I was so excited. Like, I mean, last week I was excited too, but I'm like, you know, this, this is the finale. Like, this is what we're, what we're here for. We got to figure out how it all ends, how it all wraps up. So we're here to cover it for you guys. We got your back. Don't you worry. But Devin, man, oh man, before we get in, before we get into all that really quick, this is a great, I want to take a minute to like, Talk about how this is a great time for television altogether. There's the Emmy nominations are here. And I think, you know, as of this podcast, it being the series or season finale of Loki um, season one, you know, I feel like we can kind of gloss over a, uh, a few of the, um, the nominations of the Emmys that are happening later this year. Um, I believe in September, if I'm not mistaken, on CBS. And actually, you can watch the Emmys. If you have Paramount Plus, you can watch the Emmys on there for free or <coughs> quote-unquote free. So congratulations, Evan. That was a nice clutch that you that, that you made for us <laughs> when it first came out. But It's starting to pay off. It's Okay, it's already started to pay off. For you, it has. For me. It, it's, it, and, and it will continue because we have Avatar Studios coming out. You know, all that stuff's going to be moving to Paramount Plus. And they also announced everything Nickelodeon related, like iCarly, Avatar The Last Airbender. It's, of course, eventually going to go back to its home on Paramount Plus whenever those deals have, like, went through. So, I mean, I, I believe it was, like, the CEO of Nickelodeon. He's like, I mean, you know, it's it's only a matter of time. Like, well, what did you expect type of thing? But I wanted to kind of, um, you know, just... Uh, talk about the Emmy uh, nominations here for a bit. Uh, I wanted to go into the, the drama series, the reason why we're all here or the reason why people kind of tune into this. So we have the boys, we have Bridgerton, the crown, <laughs> we have handmaid's tale, Lovecraft country. Very relevant today for reasons. Yes. Yes, yes. That's the, that, that's why I wanted to tie this into this episode. And we also have the Mandalorian pose and this is us. 
Those are all of the drama series that have been nominated uh, for best drama series uh, for the Emmys, the 2021 Emmys, which is the 73rd Primetime Emmy Awards. Excuse me. Had to be very technical when it comes to that. But really quick, Devin, I wanted to, you know, as you're scrolling through this list, I know there's been a lot of buzz. The WandaVision has been getting as well. But is there anything you kind of want to, you know, throw out there that you're excited for that you hope gets the win for the 73rd uh, Primetime Emmy Awards? The only takeaway I had when I saw all these announcements was just how hilarious it was that Don Cheadle got nominated <laughs> for his five-minute role in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It really feels like the Emmys just like accidentally did it. They're like, yeah, get the get the black guy from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Not Maybe they were trying guy. to get Carl Lumbly, and then they just accidentally gave the Don Cheadle. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Carl, you played Isaiah Thomas, right? Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah yeah. Bradley, excuse me. Yes. Yeah, that I thought that was hilarious. He he definitely should have been the one to get it. Yeah. I, I yeah. And didn't Don Don we kind of talked Although about, I guess yeah. I don't really know the distinction for guest actor. Yeah. I don't know what how I don't, do you get considered to be a guest actor? Maybe it's just one episode. Maybe. And uh, you know, we, we always follow the Although Carl Weathers was in multiple episodes, so Yeah, that's true. Who I knows? mean, you know, the Emmys are a bit different from the Oscars, but I I really like I love the Emmys because like I live and breathe TV. As much as we do love talking about TV here, I mean film here on the film optics podcast, of course, you know, film and TV is what we do, but I always lean more towards the TV side. Cause I love the character development and whatnot, but also wanted to give a shout out to the, um, a few of the variety special, uh, pre-recorded, uh, category. We have 80, um, eight, uh, 46, the Dave Chappelle special. We have a, the West wing special to benefit. We all vote. We have Bo Burnham's inside, which I've yet to watch. And it is on the top of my watch list. We have the friends, uh, reunion. We have Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. It's so good. It feels so long ago. It's so good. It's considered a TV series. And it's part of the Emmys and the Oscars. So, <clears throat> excuse me. And we also have David Bryan's American Utopia. But I believe Wanda, it's, it's either Mandalorian or WandaVision has the most. Mandalorian. Is it Man- I thought it was WandaVision this year. I could be wrong. They're like one and two, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah. But um, have you checked out like Ted Lasso or anything like that? That's another thing. I actually I mean. have started season one and it it is actually pretty good. Oh. I gotta like keep the old. I don't, uh, I don't like <laughs> soccer at all, but I don't doesn't really focus on soccer. Yeah. It's more about Ted Lasso. Okay, yeah. And uh, the other real quick thing I kind of wanted to just uh, highlight here for the limited series because uh, I know there are some things that people are looking forward to. Of course, there's best supporting actor in the drama series, best actor in the drama series, but we won't get into all of that. But that will be in the description of the podcast if you guys want to check that out. But for the limited series, we have uh, the nominees are I May Destroy You, Mayor of Easttown, The Queen's Gambit, The Underground underground railroad and one division gotta love it it's all there it's taking it home devin i'm telling you actually i really Queen's don't gambit know. yeah I, I was gonna say that's it. my pick and actually i started mayor of east town very good very very good it, it's pretty stacked but um out of those uh five the ones i probably like take away from me i mean i'm watching mayor of east town right now but 
Um, never heard of May I Destroy You or the Underground, Underground Railroad. So those are the only two that I haven't seen. But I'm definitely Ted Lasso's on my list. Bo Burnham's inside. And of course, with me finishing up Mayor of East Town, may, maybe Handmaid's Tale, but that's a little bit of a longer um, commitment. But those are going to be I the recommend, ones. I recommend Ted Lasso after Bo Burnham's inside because it'll, <laughs> it'll cheer you up after the some of the de- depressing topics of okay inside okay yeah I, I just really love the emmys you know it's it's a great time for tv and like there's a lot of great nominations here you know we're not going to be able to get through all of them all of them but those are just the ones i wanted to highlight so but yeah congratulations to all of the uh the nominees out there just want to give you guys a nice little applause here on the film optics podcast and we'll see you guys in september dun 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 no, it's all right. September 19th, by the way, just to be a little bit more clear there. So, Devin, 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 are you ready to get into the meat of the potatoes, the cream of the crop, the reason why we're all here to talk about Loki episode six, the series season finale, excuse me, I keep messing that up, the season finale of Loki. For we're, all time, for always. All, for all time, always. We'll be back talking about it after this <laughs> we'll be right back after this all right sorry about that everyone <laughs> Anyway, we are here, Devin, talking about Loki episode six for for all times, for for all time, always, forever, all time, oh, yeah. for all time, always. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I, I do. I butcher it literally every single episode. And sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, what was the name of the episode? And it's like, oh, yeah. But even like with my favorite TV shows, like unless it's like Game of Thrones, like I know, like pretty much the entire episode list, but. I, I really like the um, the episode listing so far for WandaVision and for Loki so far. It's just been, um, they've been very clever. Some have been kind of like, you know, right on the nose. But this one is just very self-explanatory. But for, before we get into the spoiler section, because I know, you know, this is releasing on a Wednesday afternoon. And, and a lot of people haven't seen it yet. So we are going to give the people what they want. Of course, as we always do, we're going to go into a non-spoiler initial first reaction. And then if you haven't seen it before we get into our spoiler review, definitely do that and come back and check out the rest of the show because there were there have been a lot of spoilers out there. And shout out to uh, Amanda over from Kenneth Cinema for letting us know prior when she joined us on our Fear Street Part 3 1666 review. Definitely check that out. Um, that should be up. Well, no, that will be up on friday early friday but shout out to definitely, her definitely definitely very spoilable yes yes especially this episode um i i did the wise thing i um <laughs> i went to bed as soon as we were done re- uh recording for a gunpowder milkshake in fear street so i was like you know what i'm just not gonna look at my phone i was tired enough already i work in the morning it's time to go to bed but Devin, give me your initial reactions on loki episode six Boy, oh boy, they delivered. I'm just so happy because the whole season I was like, it's just got to end right. It's got to have a good ending and it's going to be the best 
um, series for me so far, and they did it. Oh, it's oh. just it's so satisfying. Okay, just, they they didn't wrap everything up, but that's the the good thing. I'm I mean I guess it's not really a spoiler, but there will be a season two. All the trade publications announced it today as of this morning. Um, Whoa, so that was good. <laughs> so it's just. For this series specifically, it's so much easier for them to just have a finale where not every answer, every question is answered because there will be a season two. Yeah. So it's just they did such a good job of of answering the big question we all had, but then setting up so many more questions for the future. Like there's just so much that's happening. Yeah, I I really like how you kind of touched on you know not every you know, season one of every show doesn't need to wrap up everything in this, in this nice little neat bow, because as we saw with Loki, I mean, not Loki with WandaVision and Falcon and the winter soldier, um, we're, I mean, I guess, so Loki was the only show that we knew that could possibly get a season two, but now there's talks about WandaVision possibly, but for Falcon and winter soldier, it definitely seems like that has ended. Um, but you know, there's always going to be talks of, Oh, you know, it's just going to get another season. It's just going to get another season. Are these technically, these are tech technically still limited series, even though, um, let's say if WandaVision and Falcon both get season two reviews because limited series can go up to two seasons and then that's it. But usually they just stick to the one and done like Queen's Gambit or Watchmen, um, something of that um, nature. But I do agree with you, Devin. This episode just had me glued to my chair the entire time uh, or to my couch, I rather should say. And it just like the the, the surprises in this episode. And I mm, I keep going back and forth. A lot of people are out on Twitter, you know, giving out their their new updated MCU list with Loki in there. Um, for me, it is definitely in the top 10 as of right now, but I'm still, I was, I was struggling there for a bit to figure out like, is it Loki or is it WandaVision that takes number one? For me, it is line of WandaVision by a hair only because Wanda, Wanda and Loki are two of my favorite characters within the MCU and of course with Vision, but I think it was just the homage to the sitcom um, style that they did that really kind of just drove home. Like they put so much effort into that, but Loki put so much effort into expanding the MCU and just, you know, um, kind of paving the way for future installments and just... It cha- it changes everything. It like, does. It really just does. Just to, to put it out there, like it it just changes everything. You can't. <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy to say that about a TV show. You would never think like a year ago that a Marvel TV show would change the whole MCU. Yeah, but here we are. But here we are, and 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 it's it's just one of those phenomenon. Like I like if you haven't seen the episode yet, like definitely go see it because especially if you are a um, a film fan. <laughs> There's there's just so much to dig into here and just this, the performances, the music, the, you know, the weight of the decisions that are made and just how everything kind of just, you know, spirals in into season two. You know, like as that that is not a spoiler. They they kind of have talked about this in the past and they kind of reconfirmed it early this morning. But it it really is just something special. I I think out of all of the season finales that we've seen from WandaVision, Falcon and Loki. I think Loki is my favorite 
But I think WandaVision hit me the hardest emotionally. And then Falcon was kind of just there. But <laughs> um, yeah. So was there anything else you wanted to uh, mention before we kind of just, you know, dive on in? Yeah, just, I think Loki was definitely the most tightly written out of the three. Mm-hmm. It feels like they had it all like under wraps and they had it. That's the issue. Like, I would have had WandaVision is pretty close to number one for me, but it would have been closer if they didn't have like the writers and actors kind of <laughs> just trolling us basically. That's, that's why Loki was so good. Like it was like there was theory and speculation, but it was all natural and like it all made sense. It wasn't like forced like with WandaVision where they were just trying to like troll us, I guess. Yeah, I, I will say when it well, Paul Bettany definitely just trolled a lot of people. <laughs> Man, that was hilarious. I I still can't get over that. I can't. I can't. That was just that was too funny for him to go through that. But yeah, I I do agree. Uh, you know, with Loki, the only thing we really got a snippet of is you know Tom Hiddleston saying that episode four and five are gonna change a lot of things. But really, it was the season finale. I mean, the four and five are definitely the lead up um, to the season finale. You know, everyone's talking about the penultimate episode for episode five, which was uh, which was great. But yeah, episode, I, I definitely want to go back and kind of just rewatch this all together. Maybe just even the finale and just be like, wow, this is, this is fantastic. But yeah. I, I, I honestly can't keep it keep it in much longer. So we're going to get into our spoiler section of Loki. So this is your first warning of Loki episode six spoilers. Again, I repeat that is your second spoiler warning and got a little bit louder if you couldn't tell, but because <laughs> I'm more serious about this. So Devin, this, this is the one the Jonathan, 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 Jonathan majors, dude. Oh, when that, when that door opened and I saw that man, I just started cheering <laughs> and clapping. I was like, Oh my God, this is it. Our, our theories were correct. It's it all led up to this. There were clues the whole time. I was it, re- just, it just all made sense. <laughs> as soon as you opened up that door, I was like, son of a. I'm <laughs> in. God. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. He's, he's so good. Oh my God. Ever since last man and black man in San Francisco, I was like, he's really, really good. And you know, we see him in all these other roles and it's like, he's really paving his own, you know, career path, making smart choices. Yeah, maybe maybe after uh, HBO season in this, they'll reconsider Lovecraft Country season two. What do what are you guys doing? Honestly, I think I know. I don't know if it was you or someone else I saw on Twitter was saying Apple needs to pick up Lovecraft Country. Like, I mean, I don't, someone has to. Like, it's too good not to. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, I mean, it, it, it and, and it got nominated for so many roles. And, it's, and they have they have two and three planned out. Misha Green does how like it, it, it's there. I mean, I don't know how the legality of all that happens, but like, I mean, a 24 is apparently going up for sale as well. So, Hey, Apple snatch that up, snatch it up. Or honestly, Netflix snatch it up. I, I, I don't, I don't care who takes it at this. Apple point. definitely needs it or Quibi. <laughs> uh... Honestly, I think Apple is holding its own. And so is Paramount Plus. It is a sleeper hit. But 
to get back on track here, Devin, Jonathan Majors. He just he he just destroyed every scene. He did. He's just <laughs> there's just so he's just <laughs> you can tell you can tell the director the director was like, hey man, you can go over the top with this one. Just do whatever you want. Just go crazy with it. And he just ran with it and took over. Devin is a loss for words right now. He's like, he's just so, and then he's just, I mean, I'm uh, in love. I mean, he's amazing. Speaking of love, by the way, mm, that kiss, what did you think about that? Between, I mean, it, it felt pretty inevitable. Yeah. So I wasn't like shocked or like disappointed in any way. Um, definitely could have done without it, but it's not anger inducing. Like, some other kisses that we've had in the past. <laughs> yeah, that's that. <laughs> you ain't lying. You ain't lying there, man. You ain't lying at all. Uh, yeah, it, it it did seem a bit inevitable, I will say, but I, I think it works. I think it really did work. Cause it's I like, do think, I think the main reason it does work is because it's Loki. Like, of course the entire theme of the series is him trying to, to find himself and, and find love and, he finds it by falling in love with himself. Like yeah. that's just so Loki. Yeah. And it's, it's <laughs> that's so Loki. <laughs> I mean, our, our boy, uh, the man who, I guess we should say his, his, he called himself the, he who remains. Yeah. Which Everyone is a separate, did. a separate comic book character than Kang, but we know he's going to be Kang. Yeah. Or at least one of his variants will be. Right. And I really like how he, Kang or yeah, well, I guess we'll just call him Kang. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll call him Kang. <laughs> Kang Kong, <laughs> Return of the Kang. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I really like how he kind of explains how everything was, you know, everything was on course correction, and you know how all these variants met, and how you know they everything gone had went wrong, and you know they're just he's like oh like he's like I have a lot of variants of myself out there that are you know, nice and peaceful to one another, but there's others that just aren't so nice. And it's yeah, like, he, he confirms that the animation they showed in the first episode about the multiversal war is at least somewhat true. Yeah. Not all of it is true because the timekeepers aren't real, right. but the fact that there are multi multiple universes and they all fight each other for dominance is the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like he he knew everything that was going to happen or up to a certain point as we thought. And it's just, I love it. How you, you kind of hear, like, did you hear kind of like the shift? Like when they kind of, yeah. and then he's I was like, like, Oh, what's happening? Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. I'm like, is someone else here? And he's like, Oh, he's like, we crossed the threshold. He's like, I don't know what else is going to happen after the past seven, eight, nine seconds. So it's like, and then he gives them, Oh, sorry. He gives them like, an ultimatum. He's like, you can either take my place. Cause he said that, you know, he looks, he looks younger than, than he is. Obviously he has been alive for a very, very long time. We don't Hundreds know. of lifetimes. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know necessarily how long, but he does hint at that. And then he, he gives the Lokis a choice. He's like, you know, you can, you can kill me. And you know, the, the entire, the, the, the timeline will kind of just, go off and, you know, into its own chaotic state or, and, and more of me will come after you. Yeah. And more evil versions will be here. Yeah. So that's, that's if they kill him, but if they just take his place, they can like rule side by side. And then miss minutes, 
by the way, who wasn't, I didn't think she was like the character, but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad she got another appearance at the end. Just show that she's the, the sidekick. Yeah. Tara strong did it again, man. Like I swear, but yeah, she was serving alongside, um, Kang, the Conqueror. Yeah, she's, she's technically above Ravona Renslayer. Because she knows more than she does. Yeah. And speaking of Renslayer, she was a school teacher. We find that out as well. From Ohio. A lot of Ohio in MCU (laughs) recently. Hey, man, it's, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what it is about Ohio, but I guess it's, it's like one of those states. It's it's homely. Yeah, it it is homely. It it is homely. I I will agree with you there, Devin. We we can speak from experience for sure. (laughs) But yeah, um, with Miss Minute, you know, she kind of just leads them in and you know everyone's like oh it's gonna be miss minute she's gonna be the big bad i'm like oh well i don't really see her being the big bad but she is definitely a suspicious a bad yeah not yeah a a a mini bad (laughs) yeah yeah for sure but in they and miss minute actually tells them that like oh you know we can find a way tells tells both Sylvie and Loki will just say Sylvie and Loki just make it a little bit easier uh, that, you know, there's a way for them to return back to normal timeline and not be variants and get everything that they've always wanted. And then you, this is really where you see, you know, how similar they are, but like, it's like, they're almost similar, like chemistry, like to a T it's like, it's like 98% match. But there's those yeah, small it's like, it's like they, they know each other, but that's also their downfall because they kind of know the direction each other is going and they aren't agreeing on this specific issue, but yeah. they know it. Yeah. And, you know, Sylvie kind of turns down this minute's offer saying, you know, like, it won't be real. But then you see our Loki's face just light up. He's like, oh, Oh, like, that sounds really, really nice. Like together. And, you know, he's like, I can get everything that I want, you know, from the offer from this minute. And then, you know, going on through Kang and it's like, you, you kind of find out that in a way you could say Kang's been manipulating people at the TVA because they are, everyone there is a variant. So it's, yeah, he, I mean, he, he created everything, yeah, all of it, all of it. <laughs> Man, it's I just, just love every time he was on the screen. Just he's, he's like big. It's like big Willy Wonka vibes. Like yeah. Willy Wonka is just like the guy that's kind of like the final guy. He's trying to find his replacement. Yeah, and kind like of, he, kind of creepy, but you, <laughs> he's like he's he seems happy and nice, but you can't really tell his his end goal. <laughs> like you want to feel bad for him because he's been alone for like all these years, but in a way, it's like he is evil, but he's not violence like he has he at has least his, not this version yeah at least not this version like he has his own agenda and you know he was pretty transparent with them about everything and it's just like and i love how he was chewing on an apple like the whole conversation it's <laughs> just like i mean adam and eve the the comparison is right there loki is adam and sylvia's eve and he's trying to give him the apple you know what i didn't even think about that Devin. did not think about that whatsoever but i love that analogy. I absolutely do. Like, wow. Cause I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about that. And now it like, that actually makes more perfect sense. And then you have, you know, it, they're, they're between Loki and Sylvie. They're, they're trying to figure out how, 
like what what to do and you know look like sylvie just wants to jump the gun because that's been her main goal that's, that's her time. life purpose yeah because her entire life has been ruined by the tva and her being on the run and whatnot and after learning what like happens to all of these variants and you know them being plucked from their homes and whatnot and it's just it's actually kind of heartbreaking because you know they, they start fighting and then loki's like hey like let's take a second to think about this and she's like well there's nothing to think about you know this is more of you know like you just want the throne which I kind of think he does, but at the same time, I kind of think he doesn't. He just wants to make sure that they're making the right choice. But and I love think? how it's like, I love how it kind of puts you in their shoes. Like what decision would you make? Like, cause that's <laughs> not easy. It's not an easy choice. This, this is a fable level choice. No, no. Let me scratch that. This is a mass effects, like two mass effect, three level choice. Of what to do because it's like it's like on one hand you have you you kill the guy who's been manipula- manipulating your entire life and and taking away everyone's free will and basically controlling everything they have done and will do in their entire life. You either take him out and then evil versions of him come and kill you either way, <laughs> yeah. or you take the throne from him and continue on his kind of sinister life work. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, but it's, and this is another example of, you know, a villain being us being under, you know, standing to the villain and like, Hey, you know, like he actually has a point. I can see why he did this. I can see why in this universe of, you know, that he's created this this entire timeline, why he did this. It was, he he is, I mean, in a way, keeping the universe safe. Yeah. Yeah. So however, however, and, and ends um, to get the means he does it, but yeah, it's like, I mean, if, if it costs taking away people's free will, so be it. And it's, it's kind of like he, he's, he's, he's kind of, it's, it's like Thanos, you know, he's like Thanos doesn't, didn't really know if, you know, making the snap and just destroying, uh, wiping out half of the population across like the entire universe was going to fix things. But he did say, you know, he is the only one with the will to act on it. And it seems that Kang is, was the only person that was willing to act on this. So, I mean, you just, just put Kang out there with the greatest MCU villains of all time right now. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my, my Ant-Man shirt currently in celebration of, I'm sorry. The great reveal of Kang. <laughs> I missed I missed another mark. I'm wearing a Gibson guitar shirt. I'm sorry. But. Yeah, it's just I mean he's gonna be the big bad in Ant Man three, which just makes that movie jump up in hype level like 100%. And we're getting Paul Rudd, of course, back again. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean the Ant Man movies they're perfectly fine. Like I understand if you I don't I don't think anyone should hate them just because they're they're fine. Like you don't have to love them, but yeah. They get the job done. Like their purpose is filled. It's, yeah. They're, but they're, now, but now with this introduction, <laughs> Ant-Man three definitely gets a big boost. It it really does. Yeah. It it really, really does. Yeah. And I do agree with the, the whole Ant-Man thing. It's, it's, it's hard to hate those kind of films. Cause it's like, they aren't bad films. Like, like at all is, I mean, like you say, if you don't like them, that's fine. But it's like, hate is like, it's a little bit of a stronger word when it comes to that. Yeah. They're just palate cleansers at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. It's, it's like, 
how, how could you hate Paul Rudd? I don't know, man. He's <laughs> he's the best. Like that smile, the man like barely ages. He's he he ages up like maybe two three years every like decade or so, but he still looks as handsome as he was on Friends. You know that 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 beautiful smile he's got. So, but yeah, man, it it really uh, back to the. Uh, the the choice that they made it's it's i really love how they kind of you know they're talking how loki and sylvia are talking and they're fighting back and forth and it's just like there is the internal struggle and you know you finally see loki as we said before you know he he finally makes the move on himself and (laughs) kisses uh sylvie what i really did think that was a nice moment because it's like how else is he really going to express himself because clearly he does care for her and it's like, do you think Loki would have just ruled altogether? Because it's like, or do you really like, because he said that, you know, he wants to make sure they're making the right decision. But with this decision, there is no real right or wrong, which is what I love about it. Because it's not like, oh, yeah, well, yeah like, you, of course, you can definitely see you can definitely see both sides because from Lo- from Sylvie's perspective, how can you believe anything this guy says? Yeah, because he's been lying his entire, your entire life. And for him, probably millions of years. (laughs) So how can you believe a word he says, but from Loki's perspective, if he is telling the truth, you're screwed. If you, if you kill him. (laughs) So there's, I mean, both, both options are very valid. And if you do nothing, (laughs) it's still, it's still, Miss Minutes will come in and, and, uh, (laughs) kick your ass a little bit. Probably. (laughs) He's nice little buff, uh, but farms there, but cause like, even as they were trying to figure out what was, you know, what to do, like Kang said, he's like, Hey, he's like, well, he's like, well, the timeline's already splitting. So like, what are you going to do? Are you going to kill me? Are you going to, you know, take over my place? It's like, cause you know, he was, he said he was lonely. You know, he, he's lived long enough. He said he's old. He said he's tired. He doesn't want to. Yeah, do I just, I just love it from his perspective. It's just so cool as a villain that, he has this this choice for them to make, and either way, it benefits him. Like he's just sitting back and just enjoying it all. It's just so cool. Yeah, it's like if if someone takes over for him, he doesn't have to do anything. If someone kills him, well, he's done. He doesn't have to worry he, about. And him then anymore. at the very end, as he gets stabbed by Sylvie, he just says, "I'll see you soon." That was <laughs> so good. Oh my god! It's like Sylvie, Sylvie, what have you done? And then we see the timeline just crack and just branch off into all these other crazy like i saw someone going on, off the charts off the charts i saw someone posted that picture and they're like everything's canon <laughs> yes <laughs> everything well at least marvel except wise. except the inhumans <laughs> and iron fist <laughs> please yeah <laughs> oh my god but yeah it's man oh man it's just it's I, I don't even know where to begin. Like where, where does this even take us? But yeah, because then at the, at the very end we have Sylvie um, after the kiss, she kind of kicks Loki into the, into the portal yeah. but, and he returns to the TVA, but we don't know which TVA apparently, because when he, he runs and finds a Mobius and uh B20. Yeah. B15. B15. He, he finds them and they don't recognize him. So this is a different universe, seemingly one where Kang has taken over because the camera pans and there's a giant Kang statue. All because Loki couldn't keep his hands off the Tesseract 
at the end of Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I mean, not Endgame, uh, Avengers 1. The beginning of, yeah, the end of... Um, the the yeah the, the end of Avengers and um, yeah. Avengers yeah yeah all all because he just had to be a greedy little minx and congratulations now everything's everything's <laughs> so yeah that wow and the episode's only what like forty six forty five forty five minutes and we got all that because during the very beginning like they just okay here's king of the conqueror here you go like, yeah i love there. how they got it they got it out of the way like right away you you get to soak in his glory no catchy song title no i'm just <laughs> it was king of the conqueror <laughs> It was King. He who remains all along. along. <laughs> out, um, there is, I mean, I think this out of all the villain reveals was definitely the best. I mean, granted, yes, the song is very, very catchy from Agatha all along, but I, I, everyone was theorizing. It, was, it wasn't a surprise. It, it wasn't because it's like, as everyone's like, oh, Mephisto, 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 and it's like, no, not exactly, but. It is. It has just been a wild, crazy, crazy ride, and I'm so happy that Loki is as good as it is. Because between this and Wandavision, I can go back and rewatch them and just have a ball. Um, yeah, and then mid credits confirmation of season two. A, a very like. quick mid credits because it kind of blends in with the first set of credits. Yeah, because I was scrolling through, scrolling through. I'm like, oh, there's like six minutes here. I'm like, nothing. And then I was like, okay, well, let me back up right before the end of the first set of credits. And then, you know, the timestamp, boom, like, Loki will return for season two because there's so much left unanswered. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, yeah. this is Speaking fantastic. of unanswered, one of, the, one of the big ones is Ravonna Rensselaer because um, it's discovered that she was a, I believe she was a principal in a school in Ohio. Yep. And they uh, travel through time and go to, their, go to her school. So they can prove to the other TVA workers that she is, that they are variants. Like Mm -hmm. that's just proof. And then it kind of destroys their whole ideology and their belief system. So then she has to go off on her own solo mission to try to get some answers and figure some things out. We don't know where she went and search of free will. That's what she said. That was the last thing. We don't know where she went, but she's, she's going somewhere and she, she's a pretty cool character herself. She is. And in the comics, in the comics, her origin is she has a relationship with Kang. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, she did seem very close. I mean, definitely she knew that the timekeepers weren't real. Like she, she knew that. And then, you know, Miss Minute gives her some kind of files that she didn't ask for, but she said, Oh, like he who remains, you know, thinks that this will help you out more, more so. So she kind of takes the files and off she goes. Mary Poppins out of there. <laughs> yeah. After easily beating Mo, 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 Mobius, unfortunately, he's just like, yeah, I knew you would beat me. Maybe he'll get his jet ski in season two. He has to. Has to. Definitely has to. I don't know. But we shall see. But Devin, are you ready to get into ratings? Trying to think if there's anything else. Any any Easter guess, eggs you kind of picked up on or no? No, I didn't really see anything. But I guess one negative I can kind of see is it was very exposition dialogue heavy, which for me it was entertaining because I just loved 
everything they were saying, and I love Jonathan Majors, so mm-hmm. it wasn't a big deal to me, but I can see that fan. being an issue. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely. And there was the, there was that one fight scene they threw in there between Loki and Sylvie, which was pretty cool. The I like choreography was nice in it. Yeah. It felt it flowed very well together. Um I'm just, like I guess the only I wish we just kind of gotten like I'm trying to think if there's any like negative negatives. Cause like I love dialogue heavy scenes, but I'm really trying to th- I guess throughout the entire series we could have gotten a little bit more with like Miss Minute. But I think they use her sparingly enough. Yeah, in order to keep the mystery. Yeah, because like if she's in every episode, it's like, well, it, it would make no sense if she was in every episode because, of course, she would only be like in the TVA realm and how, um, and also how Kang, um, I guess, tamed the beast that protects. Uh, yeah, he has his own little pet, which just devours <laughs> timelines. It's amazing, man. Oh and it's, man. it also kind of shows how powerful Miss Minutes is because she can just teleport between the end of time and their time in a snap. Do you think Kang created Miss Minute? Definitely possible. Yeah. I Probable, mean, actually. Or she's kind of just one of those afterthoughts for the TVA. Yeah. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. But uh, you're ready to get into our ratings, our scores. Let's do it. All right. So, um, Devin, give me your score for Loki episode six, the season finale. For the season finale, I will give it an A. Not okay. quite an A plus because of, like I mentioned, there's I could see the dialogue and exposition load being a bit much. But, and then I'll also give this the season grade. Mm. May as well. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give this episode. I'm actually just going to give this an A plus. Cause I really did. I really, really enjoyed it. Like I, everything for me, it, it was just really hard for me to kind of go back and see what was like, what issues I have with it. And I'm sure I'll, pr- I'll probably find something on like a second watch. Um, overall, I'm going to give, I'm going to give, I'm just going to give this a solid a um, as a season overall. Um, as well, just because I, I really, well, let's, let's give it, let's knock it out to like a 10, like an A minus let's, let's do a minus because, um, I mean, like just throughout the journey, there were some things where I was like, yeah, like I get it, but like maybe now knowing the ends and how everything works, it'll enhance that for me. So much like, you know, if you're watching through something the first time, you're not going to understand everything. So it does warrant a rewatch, which is great. Um, I still don't understand the hate for episode three. Like, I, yeah, that's even even heavy spoilers to, in his video was like, yeah, I didn't like episode three still. It's like without episode three, how not, none of this would have been relationship. possible. Yeah, there, there would be no relationship between Loki and and Sylvie, they would just be two variants that just so happen to meet and they would spend no time whatsoever with each other. And like, it's, it's not filler. I, I don't know why people think episode three is filler. It's like, look at it, It's kind of a bit of a snooze fest. I'm like, well, it, it serves to the overarching purpose. We would not have gotten the decisions that were made in the uh, episode or the season finale, if it wasn't for episode three. So it's like, it, it, there was just so much mystery. There was a lot of mystery in WandaVision too, but 
Devin, I got to ask you really quick. I want you to rank your uh, your MCU Disney Plus series really uh, quick for the rest of listeners out there. But I'll go first, actually, because I am I am going to put WandaVision number one, then Loki number two, and then Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, just because it's... But, like, <clears throat> WandaVision wins by, like, a hair. Like, they are just... Like, Loki and WandaVision are just so up there for me. And then, like I said, Falcons down at the bottom somewhere, but <laughs> what about you? Yeah. For me, for me, Loki wins pretty comfortably at, at the top spot. Mm. And then there's WandaVision um, and then Falcon. Okay. All right. You want to rent your uh, Netflix MCU? <laughs> your um, Netflix? No. <laughs> I've not mean, seen any of them. Do I'm telling you watch Daredevil. Like if anything, I, don't, I just don't want to get attached because there's like, I mean, he could come back, but what if he doesn't? Don't say that, Devin. <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if? Yes, uh, we, we will be covering what if here on the uh, podcast, Devin. Thank you for the reminder. But that pretty much closed out our review of Loki episode six, the season finale of season one. And again, just wanted to thank everyone out there for listening to our podcast. You know, where there's big changes coming. Change, change is coming. And we're just going to keep going until i don't know but seriously you guys thank you so much for listening to the podcast and giving us your feedback for people on twitter and uh we should be announcing that winner for the batman animated series soon i'm just waiting on a few things i know it's been a little bit long overdue but please please uh just be a little bit patient with me for it so um definitely if you enjoy the show Again, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you leave your, uh, wherever you, excuse me, listen to your podcast. You know, there's Spotify, there's Deezer, there's a lot of them out there. But follow us on Film Optics over on uh, Twitter and Instagram. That is Optics with an X because that's where we can like, you know, get get to know you guys and figure out, you know, what what your MCU ranking is or what your thoughts are of Loki episode six R. Uh, but before we close out here, uh, what's coming up on the pod, Devin, what's coming up on the show. So um, in August, we're going to be starting our Marvel. What if series run? Um, and then well, we, we can definitely do, I mean, we can, we can do, uh, we're going to do space jam. This is going to be a little bit later. Um, so also, um, so Space Jam will probably come out. Well, Devin is um, going to be moving this coming up weekend. So I'll probably watch it Sunday. Okay. So we can actually record for it. So um, ha- have it uh, have it dropped on. Hmm. Use, oh, yeah. You'll be home Sunday. I mean. I mean, we could, I mean, if you want to record Sunday, we can, but it just, <laughs> it just depends on what you have going on. Um, so next week. Um, the ninth, uh, nineteenth through the twenty third, somewhere in there will be our Space Jam two review. We just don't know when. Uh, follow us on Twitter so that you know. Follow me over over on music uh, at Music City Nerd um, for that announcement as well. And then the thirtieth, Devin, we're gonna watch the Green Knight. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that comes out July thirtieth. So. Um, Given if, if there is a Thursday uh, release showing, which I'm sure there will be, um, our Green Knight review will be up on July 30th. So that'll pretty much close out July. And I don't know when the Marvel What Up series starts, but um, until then, 
Um, if it starts later in August, you know, we're just going to pick a movie and re- review it every single week and probably release that on um, Mondays for you guys. So you have the entire week to um, catch up on it for from the prior week. But uh, yeah, again, just follow us on Twitter for all that chat uh, jargon. But anyway, let's get out of here. Thank you guys again for listening to the Film Optics Podcast. And we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, we greatly appreciate it. If you can leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics, that is Optics with an X, to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one.